0: Hello, my friends. How do we know the rate of inflation? I mean, it's a simple question. Well, it's a very important number, obviously. It's a number that's now driving the Fed to raise interest rates, which are causing mortgage and bank loans to soar, the dollar to reach new highs against foreign currencies, the stock market to plunge. The answer is that once every month, about midway through the month, The Bureau of Labor Statistics announces something called the Consumer Price Index or CPI. The rate of inflation is the percentage change in the CPI from the same month in the previous year. We also know how many new jobs have been produced each month and what's happened to wages because on the first Friday of every month, the Bureau announces its latest surveys on jobs and wages. So those are the three variables, prices, jobs, and wages. These three variables we know repeatedly because they are announced repeatedly every month. They frame monthly discussions in the media of how the economy is doing. Reporters ask me to comment about inflation when the monthly CPI comes out and about jobs and wages when the monthly jobs report comes out. Uh, These three variables, in other words, prices, jobs and wages drive the national economic conversation. But what about corporate profits? Why don't we hear about them regularly? There's no monthly report on profits. Why not? The answer is found in history and in power. As historian Eli Cook recounts, the first Bureau of Labor Statistics was established on June 23rd, 1869 by the Massachusetts State Legislature. It was just going to be looking at Massachusetts. It attempted to collect data on jobs, wages, prices, and on profits. But when the new Bureau sent out a prepared questionnaire on profits, not a single one was returned by business owners. When the Bureau heads tried to estimate profits by publishing a report on the amount of money deposited by wealthy Bostonians in local savings banks. Well, you can imagine the uproar. Boston elites went nuts, astonished at the audacity of this unspeakably mischievous report. That's how they described it. They made sure the bureau chiefs were fired in 1873. They were replaced by Carol Wright, who spent the next 20 years as the first head of the federal agency, then called the Bureau of Labor, eventually the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Wright devoted his life to comparing wage rates to cost of living indices as a way to measure what were then novel concepts such as price levels and standards of living. But presumably to avoid the minefield his predecessors ran into, Wright never investigated profit rates. And to this day, we know far less about profits than we do about prices, jobs and wages. As Cook points out, profits continue to be a neglected topic in economics. No Nobel Prize in economics has ever been given to the study of profits. Economists classify publications into many categories, but there's no category for profits. The last time the American Economic Review published an article with the word profits in the title was in 2014, and that was about the Japanese textile industry at the turn of the 20th century. Carroll Wright's Bureau of Labor Statistics is still going strong, but there is no Bureau of Capital Statistics with the power to gather profit data from corporations. Uh, The Commerce Department's Bureau of Economic Analysis does publish quarterly estimates of corporate profits, but those estimates are based on samples of shareholder reports and corporate income statements, guesswork at best. Corporations notoriously shift profits to nations with lower tax rates and depreciate assets like crazy, use every accounting gimmick imaginable. So the only monthly reports we get are prices, jobs, and wages not surprisingly then the media and much of the economic establishment focus on these three variables and have all but ignored the upsurge in corporate profits over the last two years so no surprise that we repeatedly hear about inflation resulting from wages pushing up prices but not about record high profits pushing up prices If we measured corporate profits more often and more reliably, Americans might hear an inflation story centered not on workers' power to get wage gains, but on corporations' power to get price gains. And rather than assume that interest rate hikes must cool the economy by weakening workers' purchasing power, lowering their wages, causing them to lose jobs, we might hear more about windfall profits taxes, price controls, and antitrust enforcement to weaken corporations' pricing power. Never underestimate the power of certain measurements issued regularly to frame the national debate. Always ask, or certainly wonder to yourself, why those measures have been chosen and not others.